It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Swinging a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. You know, as we do this show... Game after game, day after day, certain emotions, certain feelings, and your calls at 833-625-2278 are warranted. And today is a day that I, I, I was just watching NBC and everybody's like disappointed and, and we'll get uh, Vince Catronio's take. I, I, I'm not going there. Because I'm not shocked, nor am I. And this might sound really cruel, but it's the reality of professional sports that a lot of the guys that uh, were a part of this in some ways won't be here long term. I rather focus on the guys that are going to take us from where we are, the bottom, hopefully back to the top. Vince Catronio joins us. And Vince, obviously, a very tough loss. You got to you got to experience there at Nationals Park. It was unbelievable, Tony. It's it's as you know, as tough a loss as I've witnessed for the Athletics in 18 years. I know, you know. I think back to the Bill King days with the Cinco de Mayo game with, in between the Rangers and the uh, and the Athletics when that game went back and forth and and it was a 17-16 loss after the after the A's had a huge lead, but that was earlier in the season, and that was a good team that had expectations. They eventually, you know, they reached those expectations. This team is one that's trying to f- figure their way out, but you can make the case, Townie, that the A's played three games this weekend that they could have and should have won all three, at least two of the games, and especially today. And those kinds of things just simply, I'm out. you can hide behind, well, to young players, and it's been that kind of year you got to win the game, Tony. I mean, you, you simply have to get the job done in a situation like today. Uh, it, I know it's baseball, and it's not. there's no clock, and it, you know, until you get the last out, all those kinds of things. But learning and expecting to win is the difference between, you know, teams that are, are in a good spot and teams that are just really, you know, a lot of young guys trying to figure their way out. And there's a lot of talented young players right now inside that A's clubhouse. But learning how to win at this level and expecting to win at this level, that's a completely different animal. But most importantly, whether you're a team that's in first place or you're a team that the A's are at 33 and 85, when you are in a position to win a game, especially late, you have to win the majority of those games. You've got to find a way to get that done. And when you have a five-run lead, and you've been, you basically have had the Nationals number all afternoon. 
you just got to you got to button it up and get on the bus and get to St. Louis. And now it's just you know the way that this occurred. I know it's just one game and they'll get past it and they'll start playing tomorrow. Maybe it'll be a good game against St. Louis. But you're you're in a spot now where you are constantly looking over your shoulder, like what's around the corner. When will the other shoe drop? And we've seen that on many occasions this year when this club started 10 and 45. They began to come out of that malaise and much more competitive, and there were some expectations that were building, and now you've got exciting young players like Geloff. We're seeing Butler and seeing the possibilities of Soderstrom, watching Jordan Diaz at third base. But you have to win those games. And not winning today and, and having a chance yesterday, not winning yesterday because you're walking people. And today the walks and the singles and it just, you know, it just it just is a really, really tough game to witness, especially right here at Nationals Park. Yeah, probably the only thing that's good for this ball club is they're lucky that the 49ers and the Raiders kicked off. And uh, probably a lot of people did not have to watch this as this was really, really rough. Safe travels. We'll talk to you tomorrow in St. Louis. Sounds great, Townie. So long. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, I'm not going to play the age game because the two guys that couldn't get it done pitching-wise, 33 and 28, that's their ages. The young guys actually gave you offense today. I think, th- once again – A lot of the guys that played today are not going to be a part of this team. And I know that's being brutally honest. As I've talked about, getting out of the darkness back to the light. There are so many guys on this roster that are, I don't want to be too cruel, but they they. They're fillers. Today, what you saw was Zach Geloff. Zach Geloff is the man. This guy is incredible. It's a start that's like, wow. It's a start that the, a lot of the national people won't pay attention But I can tell you, like, when we had Dan O'Dowd on, the former GM, MLB Network, he mentioned Geloff. He knows. Like, the people who know, they're like, wow, this guy's start. People who are paying attention, the people who pay attention to every single team, like people who work at MLB Network, and their highlight shows, they go, wow, look at this guy's start. He's got, what, seven home runs in 14 games? He's got a 978 OPS. All he does is is goes back to D.C., grew up in, in Delaware, went to Virginia, got all his family there, and he goes off like this? That's something that you go, you know what, that's what really matters. I could sit here and rant and rate, but really it's Trevor May. Right? It's Trevor May. Why am I going to get upset? Why am I, like, what, what am I going to get upset about? I mean, I, I'm already tired of this narrative that everybody's young. I mean, most of these guys we got are 24 and older. Gee, Soderstrom's the only guy. And by the way, did you see what I was talking? I've been talking about Soderstrom should not be catching. This was a great example in the ninth inning. 
the pass ball, multiple balls. He's not a catcher. He may have played catcher growing up, and he may have played catcher in the minor leagues, and he may have played He is not a catcher. Should be playing first base. But the reality is I can go down this lineup and go, this guy's not a part of the future. This guy's not a part of the future. This guy's not a part of the future. So why stress? Right now, you've got to identify who are the pillars of the future. Is it Geloff? Is it Blade? Is it Ruiz? Is it Soderstrom? Is it Butler? Butler with a nice hit today. Butler with a double. What did he do? Flared one into left field. I love seeing that. What have we seen in two games from Lawrence Butler? A rocket to left center that almost went out and an ability to hit one into left and get a base hit that with his great athleticism, he turned into a double. On a day like this when everybody's watching football, I'm not freaking out. Neither should you. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. But this is an example of exactly what I've been talking. This is why the young guys need to play. Let them experience it. Let him ex- let Geloff experience this unbelievable day. He was four for five with two home runs. I mean, come on. But also, experience chaos. Experience disaster. Experience just the worst loss that you can even imagine. Let him experience it all. Because life, as we know, does it matter if Vince Catronio or what I saw after the game with Brody and and and, and, and Shooty, oh, everybody's depressed. You're depressed? You're disappointed? Really? What, what? Folks, we're, we're almost mid-August. We've been watching this, right? Mid-August. We're now going to be depressed. We're now going to be, oh, my God, I can't believe it's happening. <laughs> Where have you all been? 33 and 85. You don't get to 33 and 85 without having stuff like this. Why is, ask yourself, why is Trevor May here? Everybody was looking for relievers at the deadline. Why is he here? I know that's not it's not nice, but I'm just trying to put a spin on it. I'm not going to sit here and flip out. You may. 833-625-2278. But really, on a day like this, I mean, this, this kind of tells you everything you need to know, right? You got Trevor May, who was a signing that you can now try and act like, well, he's pitched much better, but it's not what you expected. Kirby Sneeds from the Chapman trade, which hasn't been good. You know, there's just things you can look at in this game. But in the end, what matters is Geloff. What matters is Blade. What matters, Lawrence Butler. That's what matters. I hate to see Nick Allen kick that ball in the ninth inning. He's so sure-handed. That's tough. But I'm not disappointed, nor am I shocked. How could I be at 33-85? and 85? Phone calls, 833-625-2278. Next, right here on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power. And it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations. Like time in the sun at the beach. Or time in the sun riding roller coasters. 
Or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. This is Chris Townsend, and if you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see my friends at the Chicken Pie Shop at Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu, and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Changeup and curveball as well. The next pitch is hammered. Dead center. Call on the run. At the wall and out it goes for Zach Geloff. Bombs away in Washington. Number seven for Geloff. What a start for the rookie. And the A's lead it one to nothing. A no-doubter over the 402 sign with plenty to spare from the A's second baseman. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. No one's complaining about his age. No one's using his age as an excuse. Because he can play. That's one where you got to give it to the front office. That's a draft pick. That looks pretty damn good. Will he struggle at some point? Probably. But Zach Geloff is showing you, I'm ready to have a big league career. I mean, do, do we understand what that means? What a big league career means? It means you're setting yourself up to one of the greatest jobs in the history of mankind. Being a big league baseball player and having a nice long career, you don't have the wear and tear of an NFL player or a hockey player. You're in an industry that's guaranteed money. You've got fame. You've got fortune. He's setting himself up for a big league career, which is one of the great jobs in the history of mankind. Think about that. I bet you don't, I bet you don't think about that. You tell me on this planet, from the cavemen to where we are today, what better gig is there than being a major league baseball player, especially in today's baseball? with the guaranteed contracts and the lifestyle. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's gigs that, you know, I mean, being a movie star, maybe being a rock star. Man, you've got to be a rock star these days. These guys are traveling year-round. You go on tour like Taylor Swift. For God's sakes, Elton John just did like his fourth. I I heard this on Sirius XM. Elton John just did his the end of his fourth retirement tour, which I got to think at like he's like 72. This is finally going to be it. His retirement tour started in 2018, but because of COVID, it got pushed back. He just ended it somewhere in Europe. Elton John's retirement tour from 2018 to now made like a billion dollars. But you look at Taylor Swift or – Anybody that when they go on these tours, it's for years. Baseball, you play for six months, spring training, seven months. It's a great gig. Zach Geloff is setting himself up for a very special career, and it's fun to watch. 
We got a couple calls from Orange County. Matt in Orange County in the OC. What's up, Matt? Hey, Tony. It's good to hear you, and I completely agree with what you're saying. we got to let the young kids play. You've been saying that for the last six weeks or so. Um, I do have a question, though. Feels like Seth Brown, I called like a month ago complaining about Brownie and how he was struggling, but I just looked it up on uh, the website. He's hitting 318 over the last 15 games. I feel like he's still a guy with his character and stuff that could fit into the mix going forward. What do you think about that? I will not be shocked if Seth Brown is in spring training with this ball club. There were teams that reached out and were interested in him, a left-handed bat with power, and they were driving, I guess, word on the street is a hard bargain. So they still value Seth Brown, and I I, I mention it all the time, as much as I want young, 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 you've got to have somebody that's got a little bit of tread on the tires. You've got to have somebody who's a position player and somebody who is a pitcher. And for me, going into next year, I would say that's going to be Paul Blackburn and Seth Brown. Both are cheap, both are controllable, and both are guys that can that have no problem being that guy who want to be somebody who helps the young players. So I, I, I think you're right. I think Seth Brown is somebody, at least I know for sure, when we show up to spring training, he will be there. Yeah, it's good to see him have some recent success. I got to tell a quick story about him, too. During COVID, he just wrote fans on social media and said, hey, if anybody wants me to Zoom them right now, I'm bored. And so me and my young boys did. And he talked to my young boys for like 15 minutes. It was just incredible, taking his own time as a big leaguer. My boys' eyes were huge just getting that opportunity. So that's stuff that no one hears about, which I, I think that shows his character. He is a great guy. There's no doubt about it. Um, and he's still versatile. So that's something that he's got power and he's versatile. He can be in the outfield. He can play first. He can DH. But, yeah, you're, somebody is going to stick around. If I had to bet, I would bet that guy is going to be Seth Brown. Now, what you do with the Lemus Diaz and his contract, I don't know. I think they were hoping to be able to ship Aletmus Diaz, and they were not able to. So I don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, okay, let me slip in one more young guy theory here. All right. Mason Miller. Uh, I, I'm nervous that he's going to be like an A.J. Puck, that they mess around with him starting when really with that stuff and even maybe with his arm issues, he just slots so much better in to be a reliever. But I'm not hearing – anyone talk about that right now in his rehab what are you hearing or what's your thoughts on him becoming eventually reliever uh there is no talk about that right now but you are right if you can't stay healthy as a starter and you've got that kind of stuff you eventually get put in the bullpen so right now it's still about being a starter so there there's not talk about bullpen yet but if you can't take the ball and you're becoming a career rehab guy like A.J. Puck was. A.J. Puck was getting the reputation of a career rehab guy. You got to move on. Hey, thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Samuel in Orange County. I am shocked. People are calling after this game on a Sunday. Go ahead, Samuel. 
Hey, what's going on? Um, I'm a teenager from Orange County. It was actually my dad right before me. All right. It's a family affair. Yeah. I wanted to ask, what do you think about these young guys like Geloff and Sorterstam, Boudet and Butler? Like, what do, do you think losing every single day or pretty much every day is going to have an effect on them in the long term? Like, if I if I play baseball and I know if I was just losing every single day, it'd like affect me. Like, I don't want to show up to the ballpark and get work in or stuff like that. Do you think it'll affect them in the long term? No, not at all. There's been plenty yeah. of guys. There's been plenty of guys, including our manager. If you listen to the Mark Kotze show, Mark Kotze talked about when he first came up in 97. That was with the Florida Marlins team that won the World Series. It was there for a handful of games. Well, then after that, Wayne Huizenga, the owner, you weren't born yet, obviously. Wayne Huizenga, the owner, after they won the World Series, absolutely gutted the team. And Mark Kotze came up, and they got it handed to him. And a young Miguel Cabrera came up. Now, I think if we look at Miguel Cabrera's career and we look at Mark Kotze's career, I think they were okay. Great players are great yeah. players. No matter if your team wins, loses, there's been great players. Ernie Banks is one of the greatest players of all time, and he played on a lot of bad Cub teams, a lot of bad Chicago Cubs teams. So if you're a great player, you will be great, and you will succeed We've seen great players on bad football teams. We've seen great players on bad basketball teams, hockey teams, the elite, the best. They will be okay. Yeah, and one more question. Uh, I know uh, you want the young guys to play, but Lemus Diaz, a couple of hits today. I know he flew with the base loaded. but And also Trevor May, like, what do you do with those guys who they didn't get traded at the deadline and – they just have contracts that are just kind of eating up. Like, what do you do with those guys? You just kind of let them walk? Or like, I, I don't know what you're going to do with the uh, You'll just – May will be gone after the end of the season. I, I don't know what you do with the Letmus Diaz. I, I, I don't know what you're going to do. It, it's going to be a tough situation. Appreciate the phone call. Um, Letmus Diaz, uh, if you can trade him, if you can pay some of the contract, I, I don't know. But clearly, if Allen starts playing better, Hernays had three more hits yesterday at AAA. You've got these young guys that you got to figure out. Jordan Diaz needs his at-bats. Does anybody think Zach Geloff should not play? Now you got a tough situation with Tony Kemp coming back. What are you going to do with Tony Kemp? Is anybody saying Zach Geloff shouldn't play? Is there anybody out there that goes, Zach Geloff shouldn't play? The answer to that, obviously, is he's got to play. So the infield, really, Alemis Diaz is a guy that needs to play, but there's no room for him. And Tony Kemp is a guy that wants to play. I mean, we all know Tony Kemp is better not as an everyday player, but he needs his at-bats. But right now, you just brought Lawrence Butler up. You got J.J. Blade you're trying to figure out. Ruiz has got to get his at-bats. And you still got to deal with Brown and Rooker. Tough decisions. Very tough decisions. Should there really be that tough of decisions when you're looking at a team you know, we get emotional about it, 
because we care about the players, but the team is 33 and 85. Let's not forget that. We do have to keep things in perspective. The team is 33 and 85. There really isn't that tough a decision or decisions to be made. Just fact. 833-625-2278. I don't even want to give the score on the A's Clubhouse Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high-rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Two pits, swung on, hit high in the air, deep right center field. Call is back. He takes a look, and that will clear the barrier. It is gone. The A's muscling up on Trevor Williams in the first inning. Gill off first, and now Brown with a man aboard, and it's 3-0 Oakland. Number 11 on the season for the A's first baseman. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Oh, it started out so good. It was so good. It was good all the way till the ninth inning. And then disaster. Robert in Portland, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony, uh, I just wanted to go through something, something with you real quick. Um, you had brought up the Astros a couple nights ago. And, you know, last year we talked about it. Um, 
you didn't like how I said we should start thinking about the drafts, and I understood that. But I told you that they were so bad that that's what they'd have to do and that they followed the Astros plan, you know, Jim Crane's plan. Anyway, um, El Tuve came up in 11, you know, with Pence and J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez was 24, Pence was 28, El Tuve was 21. They won 56 games. Following year, Keiko came up with Castro. Keiko was 24, Castro was 25. They won 55 games. In 13, they only won 51 games. Stassi came over from the A's, played catcher. Chris Carter was the first baseman. He was 27. Randy Grossman was joined uh, Martinez out in the outfield. He was 24. 14. And by the way, they only won 51 games. In 14, they won 70 games when George Springer came up. Only He was 25 years old. I was dumbfounded that he was that old at the time he came up as a rookie. And then in 15, we all know Correa joined the parade, and they won 86 games when he was 21 years old. My point is simple. Everybody out there needs to realize that's the that's the track we're taking. Like it or not, if they're in going to Vegas or not, it doesn't matter. Playing the kids with a few veterans is what the Astros did. And, uh, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. It doesn't matter if they win. Win the game uh, seven three tonight with Mays, you know, not coughing it up, or losing eight to seven, you know, with Snead out there at the end. It's just what it is. It's just you got to deal with it. But you know, we won sixty games last year, and this year we're going to probably win only forty-eight or forty-nine games. Sadly, because I wanted you to win fifty to, you know, get a few beers from Bitter Bill. But I just think Downey. It is what it is, and I'm not – I like all these kids having an opportunity, and I could give two you-know-what about, you know, what's happening because I looked at the Astros. Three straight seasons, 56 wins, 55 wins, and 51 wins. I know Ace fans don't want to hear that, but that's the reality of it. Well, yeah, and – We've been talking about that. Once you have a target date for what you believe is a ballpark, because back when you were saying that stuff, there was no target date. Now there is a target date. So we're going to see, you know, because you start to think about what guys like Geloff what he'll be in 2028? Well, he'll be in his prime. What will Soderstrom be in 2028? Lawrence Butler. They'll be in their primes. So, yeah, now that there's a target date, now you can see this. And, yeah, like right now, that's why I'm not flipping out about this game. And it's funny to me. People are like, oh, I'm so disappointed. This A's loss. Like, this A's loss? Yeah, I get it. It's a tough loss. But in the end, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you can't you can't really – can you really be all that disappointed when the team is 33 and 88? Can you really be all that – excuse me, 33 and 85? I just don't think you can. Warned me, you said if they take that tack last year when, when I brought up going the draft route and all this stuff that we're going through now. 
you warned me. You said, I don't think people are going to want to go through that. You, you, you know. But that doesn't really matter, but you got to realize what you were saying last year, our world is completely different. Right. I mean, you're, you, you can go back and go, I told you so, but I can go back and go, well, we were on parallel paths then. We didn't know what our future was. We now have a better idea what our future is. So it's like, yeah, it's different. And now whatever path you take – you know, a lot of fans, they don't they're not gonna care anyway because they're angry about the team moving. So it's like I hear what you're saying, but you also have to like understand things in this world have taken a dramatic turn. But the Houston fans had to go through misery when the A's were beating them fourteen games a year, um, back when they were averaging fifty some wins a year. That was miserable for those Astros fans. Yeah, but what you're not factoring in is Houston wasn't leaving town. Right. It's a whole. It's not apples to apples. Yep. I mean, it's a holder. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate the phone call. I want to get to everybody. Let's get to uh, uh, bitter, bitter. Where have you been? I've been worried to death about you. Yeah, 33 and 85. Yeah, I've been hiding. I've been in hideout. Well, last time you hid, you just weren't hiding. No, I'm, I'm getting awfully hungry, Townsend. I, I, I was, I, I, I'm very looking forward to taking you to dinner. Don't hide out like that, because the last time you hid out, you're on your deathbed. <laughs> okay, first about, about Seth Brown and Kemp and Diaz. Why would these guys be here next year? They're just going to take up playing time. Unless these guys want 100 bats a year, you know that's not going to happen. And there's no way you could start these guys over Butler. The guys, the kids coming up. You've got to let the kids play. I am, all, I, am, I, am, I am 100% lock solid with any of you who believe that. Who believe that. Yeah, if you got a DA from DA them. And what I don't understand, Liriano, they couldn't trade him for anyone in the minor leagues. A reserve second baseman. They had to DA them. I mean, you could have traded him for someone at least. The guy's got talent. I just don't understand what the A's are doing there. Well, you would think, but Obviously, no one wanted to give anything for him. No, at least a minor league second string catcher, someone. Hey, you, you, you know what? You and I, and a lot of our callers are very sane people. These people running baseball teams, you can question their thought. They, they have this belief that all these minor leaguers. The value of these guys. That's why it was great for Dan O'Dowd to put out, like, the last 10 years at the trading deadline, how many of these prospects end up being nothing. Like, this unknown is so precious to these front offices. It's unbelievable. They don't want to give up anything. They really don't want to give up anything. 
I mean, it's just a reality. And what do you do? You DFA him, and then someone goes, ah, all right, I'll, you know, Cleveland's struggling. All right, we'll take him. But no one wants to give anything up for anybody, even good players. It's hard to get. It's hard to get prospects for good players. Yeah, I hear that. But we're talking about twenty-seven, twenty-eight. We might be competitive, Dan. You think Mark Cosse is the manager to be there? I mean, he makes some. Stu- Today was a stupid move letting May pitch down ninth inning. If he's your closer, you don't put your closer in in a five-run lead. I mean, Martinez was doing fine, and he pulls him. Well, at some point, you get this. Well, part of the problem with the world of trying to say, first of all, you don't have – I can't say this enough. You don't have a closer when you're 83 – excuse me, when you're 33 and 85. You don't have a closer, okay? That doesn't exist. What you have is a – you believe is a high leverage reliever, they got to throw. That I mean that that would be the thing that yep, you just can't what you're going you're going to save somebody for wins. That's just not how that works. You got to throw, guys. And also one other thing, I don't think Kyle Morrow is going to be a starting pitcher. He just I don't think he could last that long. Why not bring him up right now and make him the closer? Who? He's got the stuff to be a closer. Who? Kyle Moore, the guy they got from the Braves. You want the big lefty to be a closer? Why not? He's got the stuff. He doesn't throw that hard. I, every single time I see him, he's low nineties, and he got he got he got he got lit up again last night. But it's hard to. Everybody gets lit up in Vegas, but yeah, I I don't know. Why not give it a chance? I mean, May's not going to be here next year. So what you're saying is, twenty Murphy, Olson, Chapman, and Bassett, we got nobody in return, basically. Langley Lairs and Reeves, that's all we got in return. Four superstars. Well, you're going to hope that this Estes kid who's 21 years old, who's thrown the ball real well, that he's going to come up and be a part of something. Hernays was part of the deal with Cole Irvin. I mean, you're going to hope that some of these guys, you know, JT Ginn, they're still going to throw that name out there. Cusick, I mean, you're going to hope that some of these guys that you tr- that were part of these trades are still going to help you. But you know what? If they don't, then it's very easy to go awful, awful trades. But there's still guys out there that could help. Spring training is going to be interesting, Bitter, because you're going to have a lot of young players who are hungry and have talent, and they're going to be fighting for jobs. And hopefully we're not having the same conversations that we have had. Will you please not be a stranger this long? It scares me when you go away. No, I won't be a stranger, but I'm getting hungry. I, I'm, I mean, I'm know, coming down. I want to buy you dinner because every single time you go away, I think you had another heart attack. <laughs> well, 33 and 88. I mean, everybody's having a heart attack. Yeah, that's why I figure I got to come down and pay off my debt before anything happens. All right, Townsend. You have a great day. You take care. Mustang Matt, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm just wonderful. Good. I'm glad it's all rainbows and unicorns and sparkly bath bombs or whatever. Lollipops. 
It's the best. Ooh. I am frantically cleaning my house right now. <laughs> like, this house is going to look absolutely gorgeous when I work off all the energy. When I'm watching this ninth inning. But I'm going to put that in the parking lot right now. I want to talk about our starting pitcher who gave up one earned run, gave us five innings, built off his previous start. Looks pretty darn good. I like that. Progress moving forward. Then we got Geloff, who goes yaya one time. And then I was watching the second ball go, and I was like, man, is that ball really going to clear that wall? That might have a chance. It clears the wall. He goes basically dead central twice. Okay, cool. So there's no way this kid is a second baseman. Not a chance. He's going to go to third or short. You can keep him at second. Maybe he does, you know, what Marcus Simeon did when he was, you know, hitting 45 jacks. I don't know. Do I think the kid's going to stay that hot? Probably not. But, hey, I'll take, I'll take the bright, shiny, super excited, feet not touching the ground. That's exciting. But I got, I got a little – I know you had mentioned when I was, when I was kind of sitting on deck. Record's terrible. Can't be surprised. Don't let this kind of a loss happen or affect you negatively. But if I'm a bunch of young kids seeing that game and seeing the graphic up there that says this is the worst ninth-inning blow-up in Oakland athletics history going back quite a few decades, I wasn't here when they got here, I would hope that a loss like that would be some kind of motivation for the young talent that's there. And I don't know, for, for me, if I was on that team, I'd be racing to the bat rack the next day. I'd be like, what do we got to do? But I don't know. Can, do you see this as a motivational piece for the young kids as a, as a game to look back on as they're trying to move forward and become a better team? Or am no, I just no, problem off is, my rocker? problem is – it's not the young guys that blew it. No, I 100% agree. Right? That 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 you know, that yeah. the narrative, the narrative everybody's trying to sell you, which by the way, guys that are 24 years old, 25 years old are really not young in professional sports. I just baseball people can't baseball people and people who cover the game are are just archaic thinkers. They just don't change. They, they, they just there's a reason why this game, it's so hard to change this game. Look at the people that are in this game. They have such a hard time changing. I was joking the other day. They still want to act like everybody's getting to the major leagues and covered wagons, right? That, that, the, that Bob Feller is taking off the, the cornfields and Bob Feller arrives in Cleveland and he's, he's writing a letter back to his father going, Paw, the grass is so green here. I mean, they want to act like we're still in the 40s and the 50s. Professional athletes now, these guys have played more games. They've been in travel ball. They've been playing. I mean, they're a different animal. So these kids, they're not kids at 24, 25. For God's sakes, isn't Luis Medina married to a doctor and has children? Is that really some young kid who's 24? No. It's ridiculous. It's it's. I don't listen to it. That that they people they have their scripts and they have their 
cliches, whatever. But that's the problem with today is Trevor Mays, what, 33? Kirby Sneed's 28. Wasn't the young guys that blew it. So it's not like you could be like, hey, you guys got to get your you-know-what to – I mean, it's Trevor May. That's the problem. It's not the young guys that screwed it up. I 100% agree. I was just saying, like, I'm thinking about, like, how that loss would feel if I hit two home runs and I've only played 25 baseball games. You know what I would want him to do? <laughs> I mean, like, what do I you know what four? I want him to do? I want him to feel great about it. Because you know what? The rest of the guys he's playing with are irrelevant. You're irrelevant. You're not going to be here when we make the playoffs. You're not going to be here when it matters. These guys, I don't want you even worrying about these guys because you won't even remember. You'll hardly – if Zach Geloff is as good as we think he can be, he'll hardly remember playing with any of these guys. And I know that's cruel, but it's a – name any great player. Like Albert Pujols yesterday – was on MLB Network, and they were going back to, like, his early days and showing highlights, and they were asking him questions about it, and he was just laughing because he was like, man, that was a long time ago. You think Albert Pujols remembers guys that he hit home runs off, guys that he played against, guys that weren't very good? He, that was 20-something years ago. So you know what? I want Zach Geloff to cherish today's moment. I want him to feel it. I want him to live in it. I want his family to love every minute of it. I want nothing but positive vibes in Zach Geloff's body right now. This is how I want him to feel every day when he comes to the ballpark, ready to rock and ready to try and win. The rest of this stuff, we're not – hey, you know what, Mustang, next time the A's are in the playoffs, you and I might remember this game. Our fan base, everybody's watching Niners Raiders right now. They're not even watching it. Yeah. So I was thinking we were going to start moving into a competitive light in 2025, starting of the 2025 season. Is that is that a pipe dream? Because I like, I like seeing the new pieces moving in a good direction. And I want to hope at, at least, at least, I have no idea what this ownership group is going to do based on the last two years of what they've done. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious. Do we, do we kick that back to 2026 or do we compete towards the 500 mark in 2025 at the end of the season? We're going to find a lot out in spring training. Okay. That's I'll, take, I'll take that answer. Like, cause like, right. Cause right now uh, I can't tell you in the crystal ball, like, Who's going to be here? Who's I can tell you which young guys I think are going to be here. But, you know, when we get to spring training and you start to see competition at every position, which is probably something that hasn't been here for a while, young competition, young hungry competition at every single position, that's what I want to see. I want to see position battles. I want everybody to show up to Arizona and look at each other and go, man, we're all teammates. I love you, but I'm here to fight your ass every day for a job. You're fighting for a job in the big leagues. No one's getting handed anything. You've got to earn it. Let's. Who's going to earn the 26 spots to come north? And then let's see who that is and, and, and get ready to rock. But I that that's what my dream is is stiff competition spring training because that will be about, all right, let's find who's the future. 
Who really is the future? Was Jace Peterson the future? No. Jesus Aguilar, Drew Rusinski? No. Aletmus Diaz? No. Trevor May? No. We got a bunch of people who are not the future. Hopefully, we don't see that come spring training. Okay, so two, two names. Allen and Ruiz. Are they playing in 2027? Nick Allen? Yeah. Don't know? Ruiz, don't know? Ruiz? Don't know. Okay. Ru- Ruiz, <laughs> as dazzling as Ruiz has been, if you've been following it, Ruiz has to figure out where he's playing on defense. And then you're going to have to figure out how does he get on base if he doesn't hit? How does he get on yeah, base? You can't use... steal first. Can't steal first. And if you're a free nope. swinger and you're not swinging, I mean, because all of a sudden Ruiz numbers are falling fast. And all of a sudden Lawrence Butler comes up. You got Blade here. You got other guys playing center field. So there's some questions. I, I, I You know what? Right now, I think we'd all bet Geloff will be here in 26. Well, yeah. I mean, he's hit he's hit how many home runs in 25 games? The fastest guy in Oakland history to get to that number? He's got seven like, he's home runs. He, he's got seven home runs his last 14. Hey, Mustang, I got, for some reason, I got a lot of calls. Uh, I'll, I'll get appreciate it. Uh, 833-625-2278. More of your phone calls coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's, and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizinkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. 3-2 pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run over for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. 
the pitch to Tony, and he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline, and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, back out to the phones at 833-625-2278. We all know the deal. A's gave up six. We haven't seen that before. In the ninth inning, they lose eight to seven. It was brutal. And we're taking your phone calls. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Go ahead, Mike. Town A. A lot to be upset about today, but not to get crazy about. Uh, yeah, we can Monday morning quarterback all we want. It's, I feel bad for Nick Allen. If nine times out of ten he makes that play, we get out of ball game. he didn't make it. And I understand. But we're talking defense, we're talking team, and I'm just hoping, and I keep saying it, and you're probably rolling your eyes at me, but Brett Harris, we need to have him come up and play third. And we need to be more like the early 70s and the A's. And I think we're in that direction where they were a team described as they didn't beat you to death. They were like a boa constrictor. They just smothered you with good defense and good pitching. And I know we're worried about hitting. We're worried about a lot of stuff. But until we start pitching and catching a baseball, we need to have Brett Harris come play third and let and let Jordan Diaz learn how to DH. Let him let him be our you know, our Edgar Martinez. Let him let him learn how to do it, let him how to prepare for it, because he can hit the ball. He's just he's just gonna cost you in the field and that's you know, God bless him. But it's just the way he is. And uh, but there's something you were talking about the other day of have we brought yeah, anybody you know, up? You know, like, you know you know what my whole thing is with that is that all sounds good, but is Jordan Diaz really that good? Well, we don't know. Correct. And I don't know, but it takes a lot. It takes a lot for to be able to say, you're just going to DH because you're that good. Because right now the DH is used in a lot of different ways. And that's yeah. one of the things that – some people, it's hard to criticize the way you utilize Shohei Otani because Shohei Otani is so great. But there are some people willing to actually have the guts to be honest about it. I've been one of them. Steve Sparks of the Astros has been one of them. Where you talk about, well, you know, you really need a special pitching staff to to accommodate a guy that is not consistent taking the baseball and you need him to be for what, you know, you're putting so much on him and so much depends on him. You need consistency. And then from the standpoint of the offensive standpoint, where obviously he's unbelievable, but when you just say a guy's a DH, that kind of takes your flexibility away with the DH position as you like to get guys off their feet, let them hit. You know, there's there's a way certain team like the Dodgers have been great at using the DH. So, it my question is, is Jordan Diaz that good an offensive player that you're going to say he DHs and everything is going to be around the lineup? We're not going to be able to have. Him? 
certain days off. We're not going to be able to have flexibility because Jordan Diaz is so good offensively, he needs a DH every day. Well, I'm I, I'm speaking from somebody who's got to see these guys play more than anybody else because I watch him down here in the minors. But I, he's he's shown he's not going to be much of a defender. He'll be he'll be acceptable, but not. I've seen Brett Harris play. I've seen Hernandez play, and I've watched them. And like I said, you've heard Bobby Crosby. I talked to Bobby Crosby. He was on the show, and when they describe it. I watched him as the game started, as the starting pitcher was warming up, watched Harris, Hernandez, Clark, and Butler all standing there. And you could see who was leading the conversation. You could see who was the one guy driving it was Harris. And Bobby Clark said that. And he said it on your show. This is the guy. This is the leader. And he's going to catch the baseball. He's going to be the first guy out of the dugout in a fight. He's going to be the guy out there telling everybody, I'm here to kick your tail around this field. He's going to look at the, you know, at the opposing guys and say, we're not taking a loss. If you beat us, you're going to have to earn it. And this is a guy we need. He can catch the baseball. And we need to do that. We just need to get – we're trying to fix everything at once, and you're not. We need to pitch and catch. And from that, then we'll work off everything else. But in spring training, you're also going to be left with a dilemma. You have three guys. You're going to have to make a decision for two spots in in Sodi, in Ryan Noda, and Shea Langoliers. You can't take you can't have one of them just sitting or taking the shuttle back and forth to AAA. And as far as these old guys go, it's not a hard decision. It's called TFA. Bye. I think the A's knew that all along anyway, so I don't think it's that hard. Well, that that right there what you're talking about the reality of why jordan diaz can't just be the dh is you just think about ryan noda ryan noda was untouchable basically at the deadline that's how they feel about him so i don't know it's going to be interesting hey thanks for the phone call want to get everybody in on this sunday greg and slow go ahead greg Tony, what's cracking brother i thought you're going to be talking to yourself today I did, too. I, I am absolutely shocked with all the football going on and the loss like this, how many people – well, I, put it this way. The loss, obviously – well, it, it still shows we got diehard baseball fans left, and it warms my heart. 100%. Who cares about preseason football? We're watching the A's. And I got to say, some of the calls today, top-notch, man, top-shelf calls – I I like what I hear Robert in Portland with the Astros analogy and kind of how they did things. And, you know, Mike in Texas with an update from the farm. Great calls today, brother. Great show. I, I got a, you know, I got my work cut out for me with this call. No doubt about it. Bring your A game on a Sunday. Bring your A game on a Sunday. No doubt. Um, the, the loss sucks. I mean, there, there, there's, there's no, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel when I say that, but, but I think that the, the, the bigger issue for me and kind of looking at things, and you look at baseball kind of like an errors, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a bad year here and there, whatever. This is just going to be a bad era of A's baseball. And I think the frustrating part is, and I look at an era as like probably a three, four, maybe five-year span where we're not going to be any good. We're definitely not going to be in the playoffs. And I think what stings the most is 
when you, we talked about a month ago about, you know, the, the off the field stuff and how it's like a divorce, it's a bad divorce. And, and there's never really a good divorce. So the fact that, 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 that this is probably going to be, at least in my time, being 49 years old in January, the worst era in A's baseball history that I've seen, coupled with the fact that the A's are leaving town. I mean, again, divorces never end well. They always end bad. I, I think that you look at a loss like today, it just kind of brings it all to the forefront. And, and I think, I don't know, I, I can't speak for other A's fans, obviously, but, but me being the diehard fan that, I've, that I am, that's kind of how I look at blowing a six-run lead in the ninth, a bad era of A's baseball, and we're leaving Oakland. I mean, it's just it's it's really rough. You you, you got to believe there's brighter days ahead. You got to have a good attitude, and the, the off-the-field stuff's going to take care of itself. But uh, you know, I, I I hate to lose like this. It's just it, there, there's no excuse for it. You know, you talk about specific guys, the future, old guys. You know, I think Mike makes a great point. These aren't hard conversations. They're not. And, and and you might like guys, you know, come talking about you or Jess or some of the, you know, Vince, whatever. But but these guys are okay. I mean, they've they've made a good living. They've lived they've lived the ultimate dream, the best job in the world. You know, it's a business. And and and, and these aren't hard decisions. These guys just got to go. We we got to really see, you know, because because next year is going to be a big year. Town. You talk about spring training next year. I agree. Nick Allen's got to be looking over his shoulder. And if you don't believe me, the A's organization, their first pick in the draft, drafted a shortstop. You know, Hernandez is, 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 is crushing. He's on the rise. So, in my opinion, Nick Allen is not the shortstop of the future. I've been on record saying that. It has nothing to do with the error that he made today. Like Mike said, he makes that play 9 out of 10 times. Nick Allen's just not a big league shortstop. He, he's made it to the big leagues. God bless him. He's overcame a lot, and everyone talks about his size, blah, 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 blah. Nick Allen's not going to be your everyday shortstop. Not on a playoff team. He's just not. He, you know, there's, there's no power. There's no great base running. There's no RBI threat. He can't hit. So that's the one guy that I think when you talk about, quote, unquote, the young guys, that I can say for sure, you know, isn't a player of the future, in, in my opinion. You know, Soderstrom struggled, like you said, leave him up here. Give him a chance. Geloff, I mean, we, there, there's not enough words you can say about him. He's the guy. There, there's no doubt about it. He's proving that. You know, Jordan Diaz, that's a tricky one. Um, you know, as far as the pitching goes, that's a tough call because I really think we're lacking in arms. And I, and I don't hear a lot about big arms on the farm, guys coming up. So I give Robert and Portland a lot of credit because the, the Astros analogy I think is spot on. And we talked about this last year, Tony, me and you, that, you know, the days of Billy Bean and Cavill and company pulling rabbits out of the hat when it comes to the Rule 5 guys or the Mark Cannas or the Doolittles converted into, you know, pitchers to first base, you know, first baseman to pitchers or, you know, J.D. all of a sudden, you know, Josh Donaldson, you know, the, the, the magic we pulled with him, making him a third baseman. Those days are over. You know, we can't put that much pressure on the front office to keep pulling rabbits out of the hat and just add and mix and match in the scrap heap. It's just it's not fair to them. And it's not realistic, especially with what's coming down the pike off the field. So it's got to be young, young, young. It's got to be draft. Townie, you always make a good point about the international draft. I think that's as critical as ever. And that's just the way it's got to be done because this is going to be the worst era of A's baseball that we've ever seen. And when I talk about eras, I talk about for sure we're going to be terrible next year. There's no doubt about it. Hopefully we'll improve. That's always the goal. We're going to be terrible next year. No doubt about it. The year after that, you know, <laughs> I think it's going to be a, a, a bad four years, at least, of A's baseball. 
four? Yeah, I don't know. It always seems to go faster than that. I don't, and there is no international draft yet. It's international signings, but I know you're going with that. We're going to see. But it all has to start with finding these players now, finding which players are not the guys now. There's going to be guys that play that you think could be the guy and they end up not being the guy. But the only way you find out is you have to play them. That's been my whole point of I rather have a good idea of how I feel about a player heading into the offseason than him sitting down at AAA and putting up monster numbers, and then you're going, well, we'll see in spring training. I'd rather have a guy up here, watch him, see him, how does he react, how does he deal with it, and then you got an idea of what you got going forward. Thanks for the phone call, Greg. Yeah, I, I, that's why I want the young guys here, but I want that stiff competition. Good teams, especially teams that are building, you want to build something, build competition within the group. That is always big. Road trip, Mike. Road trip. You were at this game. Yes, I was. Was it, was it worse there than it was on television? Yes. Yes, it was. Because the one thing I'll say about the A's fan base is no matter what, we don't leave. The Nats fans were gone. They were walking out. They were gone. I was in the front row behind the dugout, and that wasn't my seat because they all left. And we were feeling good. Then it just hit a bump in the road. Young players, I look forward to the day when we have Noda at first, move Nick Allen to second, put Gill off at third, and we'll find us a shortstop. Because those are the days of the future. You know, it, it was a great... I'm glad I'm not driving to St. Louis because I'll be drinking on the plane. <laughs> that's, that's what I got today. I'm drinking on the plane. You know, we had fans from Germany at the game today. <laughs> they were there all weekend. The that's fan awesome. base isn't the problem. These guys love this team. And I think they're ready to see all the young guys. I'm ready for the Diaz, Jordan, and them to go. I'm ready to see the young guys come up and work together and build just like it happened with Chappie, just like it happened with Simeon. That's what it is. You know, they built together, and then they got good. And Are you sure? Thing, Are you sure? Because Commander Cody always shows me on, on Twitter, all these A's fans, they don't like losing anybody. They don't want anybody. Are you sure you're okay with letting vet, making tough decisions on veteran guys, because our fan base never likes losing anybody. They weren't around in the late 70s. That was bad. This is a possibility because we have young guys coming up through the system. We have opportunity here in the late Ro- 70s. Road trip, we these people weren't that. even around. They're kids. They weren't even around in the 80s. That's why I'm saying that. They got to believe in the system and the kids, and, and that's what they said. Times they are changing, and baseball is changing. You trying so to tell me you didn't go it. to Twitter in the seventies? You you weren't you weren't doing TikTok dances in the seventies at A's games? 
We're just a bunch of old men. That's our problem. Road trip. We're old guys. I know. We, and and did you wish? Did you wish um, uh, Dallas a 40th birthday today? Uh, I'm gonna have a word with Dallas about that uh, picture that they put up with his dyed hair. He's got some explaining uh, to do. I I haven't seen it yet because I left the phone. Oh, you gotta see it. It's bad. He's like I a, a he's a he's a bad looking Justin Timberlake knockoff. It's that bad. Oh no! Oh, it's bad, and he knew it. If you know Dallas Braden and you were watching that, you knew Dallas was like, "Oh, you guys are doing me wrong." Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not his best look. It's it's his. It's it, it, he is definitely the guy that went to boy band tryouts and got cut. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's outstanding. Well, yeah. I'm gonna let you go because I got to turn this minotaur in and get to drinking. Oh yeah, make sure you have a few. No question about it. I, I get will, it. And then, then tomorrow in St. Louis, we'll do it all over again. I love it. Thank you, road trip. Yeah, I love the passion. I've always loved that. I always love the fact that we love our players. But there's a reason why Billy Bean said don't fall in love with the players. And everybody will keep telling you, oh, we never keep our guys. We never keep our guys. But yet we now live in a time where we're like, see, look at the Mets. Look at the Padres. Look at the Astros. The Astros only keep guys if you play to what they want contract-wise. Look how everybody now celebrates the Rays. Everybody celebrate. oh, the Rays, oh, the Rays, the Rays, the Rays, the Rays. So it's an interesting dynamic. But I still hear it all the time. Well, we don't sign anybody. That's the problem. It's like, well... Is that really a bad thing? It's led to a lot of playoffs. Well, we haven't won the World Series. I get that. But, I mean, at a point now, like certain guys, guys could be hitting 210 and people are on Twitter going, oh, don't go, please. You're like, whoa, come on. But that's the love and why our fan base is unique. We love everybody. You put on an A's uniform, they love you. It's far different than a lot of – and that and ace players will tell you that the backing that you get from the fan base, you know, you go to other markets and you don't play well and you hit in 210. No one on Twitter saying keep you. Everybody's booing you and they want you out of town. That's why. Players love playing in front of our fans. No question about it. All right. Eight, three, three, six, two, five, two, two, seven, eight. Your phone calls and get you ready for tomorrow's action. Ace cast live on at two o'clock tomorrow. We'll talk about it right here on the ace clubhouse show. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips, like to family dinner the next town over, or to a family wedding the next 
next town over, or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma, especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval this is the way to see your favorite star wars characters take flight get your tickets for a -a one-of-a-kind star wars themed drone show presented by chevron texaco rewards on saturday august 19th may the force be with you as you head out to the ballpark for this matchup against the baltimore orioles followed by a dazzling post-game light show in a galaxy not so far away you won't want to miss this get your tickets today at athletics.com slash drone shows that's athletics.com slash drone shows innovation it's at the core of cal state east bay like at our green biome institute where faculty and students preserve genetic information from california's endangered plants or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our small business development center from educators to nurses to stem professionals cal state east bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods boardrooms and the entire economy be part of the innovation connect with cal state east bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. The new summer colors and prints are in stock. The new polos, lightweight, all the colors you want. Fabulous. We got our new order. My wife is so happy that I'm dressing so much better. All thanks to Link Soul. You name it, whether it's polos, whether it's shorts, anything for your summer needs, you need to revamp your wardrobe. You go to LinkSoul.com and they got great summer deals. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. 
The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Singled his last time up and goes after the first pitch and sends one high in the air to center. Back is call on the track. He looks at the wall, wants to jump at the wall, and it is over the wall and gone. Zach Geloff bombs away again, a two-homer day. D.C. loves Geloff. He lifts off again, and it's 5-1 Oakland. This is A's Clubhouse. Mark my words. You'll never forget this game, not because of how it ended, because of Zach Geloff. We're always going to remember. Hey, remember at D.C. when Geloff had four hits and went yard twice? Ten years from now, most people, like right now, we're the diehards, right? We do this every – I do this every day. This isn't a hobby. Going to remember this. You're going to go, hey, remember that time when Geloff went four for five, two yaks in D.C.? You might remember the outcome of the game. You're going to remember this game for Zach Geloff. This kid is amazing. And he's a and he's a fun, young kid. Saw the family. Everybody since he's been coming up through the – and that's another thing. He's an A. Drafted by the A's, raised by the A's, brought up in A. It matters. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Jeff and Mendocino, go quick. I got some family obligations. I got my wife going, what's going on? Yeah, and it's been kind of a rough one. Hey, Tony, I was enjoying uh, eight innings worth of bacon and A's. That was oh, beautiful with a God. pair and of uh, launches by. Did you Don hear? Long did you Gallop. hear A's? Did you hear A's total access this morning? I don't get to- total access because I don't have um, computer access. But I, I did. The, we started uh, out the, the show with for you. We started out the show bacon and A's. I love it. Yeah, listen to it sizzling. Listen to that bacon sizzle. And it did for eight innings. Um, Geloff hit a pair. Gone long, Geloff, because he went long twice. And uh, uh, Brown, downtown Brown, rattled the Capitol. And uh, it was really fun until somebody in the ninth inning pulled the pitching that was doing just fine. Hey, if it works, leave it alone. And dumped, like, you know, a horrific heart attack, habanero hot sauce all over what was going great. Oh, man, six buckets of it. And there you go. But I will remember those eight innings. 
That was a lot of fun. Yeah, probably by. I'll try and forget by. Who am I kidding? I won't forget this. I'll remember this for the rest of my life. I'll be on my deathbed going, you remember in D.C. when we gave up six? Oh, yeah, I'll remember this forever. Well, I hope you sizzle the bacon and A's again when we have an early game like that because it worked for eight innings. We were almost there, Tony. Fact. You you, you are 100% right. Eight innings, it worked. Hey, enjoy your family. And uh, I am watching the – Niners versus uh, Raiders. As of course we speak. you are. Of course Old you are. Everybody school, you know, is. I the got, volumes down, and I got, the volumes up on you. <laughs> hey, bottom line, it's preseason football. Who cares? I'm taping it, so I'm not worried about it. But uh, thank you for the phone call. But it uh, is Raiders Niners. <laughs> it is Raiders. Oh yeah, totally. You don't think I know that? When I saw, I forgot about it. Like I knew they were going to play, but I'm I'm into the game today. And so all of a sudden, because I got the Raiders app, and the Raiders app sends out the kickoff, I went, oh. Yep. So, uh, you know, that kind of cuts into the baseball season big time as of that moment. Yes. Sundays become non-fun days if your team stinks. Thank you. That's right. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Enjoy the family and the Sunday. So, yeah, I got the I got the notification from the Raiders app, and I went, oh, no, Niners, Raiders. That's why I'm shocked. But you know what this show, if there's anybody who works for the A's, if there's any of you listening, what this show tells you is that the diehard baseball fans are still here. And I guarantee you this show, because we've built this show for you, is by far the most downloaded show on AceCast. Go to athletics.com slash AceCast. So I can guarantee you there are still a lot of people listening. There's still a lot of people downloading and participating in this. I know that. I don't forget that. That's why I want to bring it every night. There's a lot of people there talking a big game on Twitter, and that's fine. Everybody can have their issues. Everybody, I've never told anybody not to be mad. I've never told one person not to be mad. Have I? We allow everybody to call up, say what they want to say. We haven't told anybody to be not be angry. But we're going to continue to talk baseball. And this shows that the fans are still there. And they still want to hear about the team. All right, let's take a quick look at the score. I'm going to give you one. All right, quick look at the scoreboard brought to you by Mechanic Mechanics Bank. Finals here, Brewers beat the White Sox 7-3. to L.A. got one game, Angels, in Houston by beating them 2-1 to today. Marlins come back to take down the Yankees 8-7. to Cleveland, who lost two games on walk-off fashion, come back and beat the Rays today 9-2. to Toronto over the Cubs, 11-4. Minnesota shuts out Philly, 3-zip. Pittsburgh beats Cincinnati, 4-2. Boston on top of Detroit, 6-3. Sunday night baseball, you're going to have Atlanta and New York uh, at 4-10. 2-2 right now in the seventh between Seattle and Baltimore. Padres lead the D-backs, 4-2 in the seventh. Dodgers lead the Rockies. That's not a surprise. 7-3 in the seventh. Right now, 1-1, Giants, Rangers in the ninth. 
and they just getting started between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh for the second game of that doubleheader. What's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. We got a full day tomorrow, folks. Full day. We will break this all down. Who knows how we'll feel tomorrow. I know how I feel now. Tomorrow, don't know. I may be really angry tomorrow. Right now, I'm trying to keep everything in perspective. A's cast live at 2 o'clock. Chip Carey, legendary broadcaster, now with the Cardinals, will join us. Jonathan Mayo from MLB Pipeline, breaking down A's and baseball prospects. A's total access brought to you by Chevron at 4 and first pitch at 445. So A's cast live at 2. A's total access at 4, first pitch at 445. A's with a dramatic, horrific walk-off loss to the Nationals. But you'll remember Geloff. That's what you're going to remember. Remember Geloff. Historic day. Four for five, two home runs. This kid is special. What matters is the future and what's, what helps you get out of this. That's what matters. Because years from now, you won't really remember this team. But it's the young guys you got to find who help you get out of this. That's what's important. A's lose 8-7. to seven. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Have a great rest of your Sunday. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.